Yes, people, what's going on? It's Griff's brain dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How you doing? I'm waiting at some traffic lights in Enfield. Uh, the the sequencing is terrible. Sequencing is absolutely terrible. I'm not in Enfield, Barnet, sorry. Um, it's like every other one's gone except for this one. I'm just waiting. And the reason why I'm even at these traffic lights is because my stupid sat nav said I've gone the wrong way. So I had eight minutes to my journey. I panicked. Oh shit, let me turn it around to get back on the route. So I don't want to take an extra eight minutes to get home. Uh, and then I've just been waiting at these fucking traffic lights forever to the point where I think it's gaslighting me and I can't even turn right what what is happening if they let these if it lets these guys go through next I, I don't know what to do this is fucking ridiculous am I better off just going straight and spinning the car around I think I was wasn't I that's what I should do next time it changes I want to go straight this is what are these traffic lights right next so I'm going straight turning the car around this unbelievable anyway this isn't pod content how are you doing that's I'm in Barnet it's Monday night just finished uh, late nights and wet wipes and I'm like I said stuck in traffic well not traffic stuck, stuck at bloody traffic lights trying to get home and, um, and people are out people are out on a Monday don't know it's a fucking cost of living crisis. Anybody cost of living crisis, you are out. Just fannying about. Be the. <laughs> drinking, having a good time. I don't know, it looks proper live, like proper grown folks as well. Like, not even students. Like, students don't. Students don't have weekends. Students actually don't have weekends, right? But. These motherfuckers. Look like they have jobs. And, uh, yeah, here we go. We've gone round. Flipping nonsense. Plexia. Yeah, that's that's Plexia. Uh, sorry. When I do my road rage, I get Scottish. Um, that's the thing. When you're road raging at someone else, that's one thing. When you're road raging at, at the AI, um, which is traffic lights, I call, <laughs> I basically call any bit of technology now AI. Just to sound more relevant. It's the AI. The traffic lights. Artificial intelligence. It's learning. Um, but. Anyway. What else? Jesus Christ. Well, it's dark down here. Isn't it? So. Um, so yeah. Barnet. It's full of people. People look like they've got jobs. They don't look jobless. They're not students or anything. I'm out on a Monday. Like. What are you playing at? But it's not like. You know. Barnet's got some kind of. Concert venue. Like Saturday, oh, I was coming back from London, gig in London Bridge. I get on the train at London Bridge that crosses over Jubilee Line. I guess people coming back from the O2. Scissor was there, mate. Turn t- your lights down, you tart. Um, anyway, so I was uh, coming back, Scissor, and then I get to Finsbury Park. I'm like, fuck, that was packed here as well. Just can't be all the Scissor lot. I'm trying to work out t-shirts, can't see because all the scissor people um, look like scissor. It's weird, right? It's like any black woman who's just died, just like it seems like to any black woman becomes a gay icon. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. I don't know, maybe because I 
Do what it is. I know exactly what it is. Ready? Just ignore the fact about that some there's some kind of you know cultural appropriation of the kind of black woman, you know, African American demeanor that a lot of uh, gay men take on as a personality, as a you know behavioural thing. The sass, the Sasha fierce that is Beyonce can become you know is can become you know the epitome of like campness in some men. That's one thing. You know, the slang, the attitude, all of that. That's one thing. So I think because of that, um, the music, the attitude, the behaviour, the, the character of the of the singer becomes appealing, she becomes iconic. I hear that. I hear that. But I think where the disconnect comes with me is because I'm not watching the woman for that. I'm listening to her sexy music where she's talking about what she's going to do to a man. I'm ignoring the whole appeal to, to gay people. So I'm like, where's this come from? <laughs> but it, it actually makes perfect sense. But it's funny because then the cross section of fans is then kind of LGBT on one end, the black women because it's another black woman, and then black men who fancy this black woman. <laughs> and yeah, and you just get this kind of, like I said, this kind of cross-section of people at, at these concerts. But coming out of Scissor, I mean, I was at Scissor, but seeing people come out of Scissor definitely seems to be um, more LGBT heavy. And then younger white girls, do you see that many black girls or a few black girls? Right? But then I get to... So because of that, I, if I see that kind of demographic, I kind of guess who that art is going to be so when I get to Finchley Park I couldn't really work out who was on at Finchley Park around that because it was just white people just white people this is Finchley Park Finchley Park doesn't have just white people and I was like it's not Arsenal playing and even Arsenal but Arsenal's not a very you know it's not the whitest of supported clubs you know like what the fuck is happening? who was on today at Finchley Park well, there's so many white people in Finchley Park. And then uh, I had to do with Google's is Arctic Monkeys. This has made me think it's like shit it out. Arctic Monkeys and Sizz in the same city. Like big old concerts. Big old concerts. One's a stadium. One's the largest indoor arena in, in London. 20,000 60,000 seats apiece. And it's just like they could both sell out. I know I just took away from that is that you just got to find your audience, right? You just got to find your people, your crowd. And uh, you'll be good. You're not competing with the same... I mean, I'm not sure how many people are there going, Ah, fuck! Caesar and Arctic Monkeys are the same day. I wanted to go to Caesar, but I might have to go to Arctic Monkeys. I bet that you look on the dance floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Skip to the next track. I just kill my ex. No, 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 yeah. I mean, like, is that on someone's playlist? It might be on mine, to be fair. I mean, I do like that song. Especially when the dope with Doja Cat rapping at the beginning. I like that. It's just funny, though. Because, you know, 
that song can only go one way when it comes to gender. Only a woman can sing that about a man. Killing, I, I feel I've said this on the pod before. A man can't sing about killing his ex. I mean, them and them standing, saying about killing his girlfriend. But I mean, they wasn't done in a sexy way. You know? It's almost like women's mental instability is sexy. Look how crazy she is. Murder him and his new girlfriends. Ah, oh, sexy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. So. Um, anyway, what's been going on in your lives? I'm not sure if you guys even hear this. I'm now driving on, on the motorway, and I didn't pack my. Um, that's a lie. I think I did pack my microphone. This bag. I just didn't think I had it with me. Actually, no, I'm in a different bag. Anyway, how's your week been? How was your Father's Day? Celebrating Father's Day. Um, you know, I didn't jump on the. Every Father's Day, you got people saying that there's mums trying to take credit on Father's Day. That's I haven't seen it on my timeline. I did post something, but it wasn't again aimed at mums. It was just that the meme I had referred to mums, and I liked every part, every other part of the meme. It's like, uh, shout out to all the uh, new dads, the veteran dads, the people who are, who are waiting to be dads, the people who've lost dads, people who stepdads, uncles. Uh, yeah, shout out to the dads who have lost. Um, shout out to uh, people who are longing to be dads. He had all of those covered, and he said, and shout out to the mums who, who, who played both mum and dad. And I just I scribbled that one out. I was like, no, you got Mother's Day, get out. <laughs> like, no, no, not today. You have the other day. But, um, not in general, you don't hear women trying to bloody muscling on Father's Day. It's just a silly little joke we all have. My father's day was nice. I mean, I didn't do anything special for it. Uh, I speak to a workmate. I asked him what he did for Father's Day. He said he got taken out for a meal. And I was like, oh, I didn't get taken out for a meal. And he goes, oh, no, 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 don't worry. Uh, I, I, I had to drive us there and I had to pay for it. I was like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's obviously married anyway, it's all coming from the same place. But um yeah, my father's day it started with being given a hoodie and a personalised personalised hoodie with a drawing of, of my kids on it and then a, a personalised mug with a picture that the drawer is based on and a card, a handmade card from a daughter. Nothing from my son though. I hold that against him. I do hold that against him. You may wonder, is that what it's going to be like for their future? Is he going like, oh, said, 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 please tell me you got, you got mum and dad a card. She's like, obviously, he's like, oh, can I put my name in it? She's like, I've already put your name in it. He's like, nice one. Is he going to be that guy? Or have I casted too many aspersions on him, considering he's only, Three months old. <laughs> you know what I 
don't know. I don't know. I have to shout. I don't know how clearly this is coming through. So it sounds terrible. So it'll be a big waste of my time. But I'm going to continue talking just in case it is slightly audible. Anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so that's my Father's Day started. I don't know if it's special for, um, for breakfast, no. Lunch, because my wife made me some egg mayonnaise <laughs> on toast. And she went to the opticians. So spent time with my kids. Then, um, and then she came out from the opticians and I proceeded to run errands. Errands, clearing my garage from all the cardboard that's been left work on the bathroom, uh, turning packages that my wife ordered, getting her car washed ahead of mine, my car is still filthy, but hers is shiny and clean, good for her, um, then, <laughs> what else uh, did I do, that's it, so I had to rearrange the garage so I could now get to the back of the garage again, and uh, yeah, Oh, I took out some rubbish as well because our bin men have gone on strike, which is wonderful. When will the strike end? Guess what? There's no official end to the strike. They're literally striking indefinitely. Um, they don't know when the strike will end. It's the strike between, uh, it's a dispute between Urbasa, who the company, that uh, private company that have got the contract for my area, and Unites, who are a union, who a lot of Urbasa's workers work for, and they're saying they're not getting paid enough. And what's funny is, so that's that private matter, granted the contract was given to Urbasa by the local council. They grant um, our MP. I've got the reason I'm talking like this is because if I say the MP's name, then you know the area I live in, right? I mean, that. Nah, I mean, does it matter? It's quite a big area still, but. Anyway, no, I shouldn't. Anyway, I'll put it like this though. Our MP is a conservative MP. That, that's the salient point. Why do people park so badly? How, how do I get in this gap? How, how do I get? Do, can I get into this gap? I think just about. Fuck me. Fucking fuck me. What just? Roll your car forward a little bit, just a little piece. You know? Let's nice. see their car fast approaching. That beeping here is my neighbour's car right behind me. Ooh. Unbelievable scenes. Can't believe they've parked so badly. They must know they part like a prank. I hope my beeping wakes them up and not my wife. (laughs) 
Anyway, as I was saying, um, yeah, so the MP is a Conservative MP. The council used to be a Conservative council, but it's now Labour Lib Dem Coalition Council. And then um, what this MP is now is taking this opportunity to basically berate the council for not dealing with this strike action. Now, what is your plans? What are you going to do? Is that well, one? The council kind of aren't party to this strike action because it's a uh, it's a private company. It's okay. So Abasa have a contract with the council to do the works, but Abasa are in a dispute with a union. So people are like, well, council's hands are tied. Other people are like, well, just issue those seven day notice that you know they've breached the contract because they're not performing services and just give the contract to someone else but as it currently stands in my area they are not collecting recycling not collecting the food waste not collecting garden waste and the black bins which is just a general nasty shit there's no guarantees they're going to take that the current advice is on your usual bin day will your bin out and if it hasn't been collected by 5pm the next day, wheel it back. We get our bins collected every two weeks, which means if it misses the thing, we've now got a month's worth of fucking nasty shit in our houses. Outside the houses. It's going to turn into some trash-filled dystopia around here. If they don't come to a solution. Um, and it's just been used as party politics. It's, uh, you know, a conservative MP. And the reason why I know it's a party politics thing, because rather than him just bitch about the council not dealing with it, he has to say they're a Lib Dem Labour council. And he said, in all the years I was a conservative council, this never happened. And within weeks of it being a Labour Lib Dem council, here we are, strike action. That never happened under Conservative Council. It's like, what are you talking about? Just this, this is why politics is so annoying because it's like it's never a focus on what benefits the constituents or the people. It's always just the personal interests of the politician and the party's interests. That's it. There's only conflict... That these people have morally in their heads. is all oh, does this fuck over the party of me getting ahead? I don't care. As he don't have any. They're all self-serving. They don't care if they fuck over their own party. They're all self-serving. Um, and that's all these politicians are. They're ridiculous. But, um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about them, really. Either the party gate. They've got the video. And them doing a little dance, a little jig. Um, that looked like forced fun, that party. Party looked so dead. But it must have been fun because it, you know, it's a bit sneaky. We're not meant to be out. But who is my man filming, snitching? Come on, this is the kind of guy that takes a phone on the stag do, isn't it? Camera out. Oh, it's proper funny when, when Steve-O's getting a strip lap dance with it. His wife's going to love this. What you, what you, what the fuck are you filming for? That's what makes you laugh. 
even women on their head and dudes like come on, let's put our phones away but women will still be you know courteous enough to do a few classy hen shots you know the one the, the bride to be in the middle that all of the hen parting dresses behind them you know they're all there like hey look at us being all sexy and cute hey hey they, all, they at least do that little picture don't they you know what I mean? On the boat, at the restaurant. What? They always have that kind of picture. Of the hen. Nothing else. Maybe a poolside one, whatever. Guys! Listen, we don't even take a photo at the airport of everyone there. Outside the minibus. No, no, no photos. We're here now. We've gone for three days. We come back. I miss going. How was it? Yeah, it was good. Got any photos of what? It's like you literally went to the most beautiful city in Europe. And you're like, yeah? I don't know. Did take any photos? Didn't want to. <laughs> it's like, no. The venues I went to, you're not allowed to have your phone out. That's the truth. Anyway, let's get on to the dear Deirdre. It's two minutes past midnight. Uh, will I fall asleep? It can always happen, guys. It can always happen. Jeez. What is this one? Dear, dear, my ex... No, sorry. My wife continues to send X-rated snaps to her ex-boyfriend behind my back. Finish it. It's done. Fuck her. It's over. Dear, dear, I'm fed up seeing pictures of men's wedding tackle pop up on my wife's phone. What? She says she's blocked these chances, but I can see they are still at it. We've been happily married for 10 years and we're both 35. I don't get what's happening. We have a little boy, eight, and a daughter of five. I have a stressful job as a psychiatric nurse and have to deal with all kinds of people. Some of them can be violent. Violent! Six months ago, I was having a particularly difficult time at work. At the time, my wife seemed preoccupied with the kids and too tired for sex. I don't know what I was thinking, but I ended up having a sexual chat with a random woman who messaged me on Instagram. Why? The conversation lasted 20 minutes and I realised I was being an idiot and blocked her. Okay. Since then, I haven't talked to anyone else that way. Unfortunately, my wife found the message and threatened to kick me out of our house. A month later, I found numerous dirty texts and naked pictures on her phone and I was horrified to see she was sending naked images to her ex-boyfriend as well as other random men. I confronted her and she promised she would stop. Fast forward two months and she's still getting explicit photographs from her ex. She made her point and I understand I I hurt her, but this is dragging on and I and the pictures keep coming. Golly. I'm worried the kids will see something and that our marriage is over. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, mate. Um, any kind of infidelity, the lessons never used. It's never usually made better by the other person committing the same crime. <laughs> you know? Are you cheated on me? Are you out sucking dicks in alleyways? What are you? All right, all right, Helen. Let's say you like it, and I go and suck some dicks in alleyways. That no, you've got you've got that. You've got oh, Steve. You've got that wrong. You're not you're not gay. You need to go down on women. No, no, no. Let's see how we enjoy someone sucking dick. 
I mean, I think that would have the point home way harder for a lot of women. <laughs> women work so much the other way. Men are too dumb. You know what I mean, man gets caught having sex with a woman, and his wife to punish him has sex with a woman. Even like, let me, let me get it out. That's it. Yeah, he's just don't work the same, does it? Anyway, so, um, yeah, that's my advice, is to actually just look at the fight and see when those, see if they actually replies to new message. That's what you need to do. If they reply to that old message sent ages ago, this person's obviously got excited, um, obsessed, and she just used to block, 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 if she really doesn't want any messages from this person again. Simples. Alright, last one, because I'm getting tired. I'm rubbing my eye. Uh, dear, 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 my partner's had so many affairs that his own daughter snitched on him to me. How old is his daughter? Dear, 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 my partner has had so many affairs that his own daughter snitched on him. We've been together for 12 years, and I really thought we had the perfect setup. I'm 53, he's 59. We both live in our separate homes. But every Friday night, he comes to stay with me until Monday morning. I thought our arrangement worked well. Neither of us were bored and we both had our own space little did i know that he was actually entertaining other women most weeks is <sighs> so you told he's coming most weeks in his own home i don't think i ever would have found out except that his latest thing uh wound up his daughter by overstaying her welcome oh golly my partner's daughter is 33 and moved back home with her dad after her marriage broke down Cramping daddy style. Daddy's out here trying to smash this bitch. You in my house all 33. Move out. Move out. <laughs> she had her nose put out because my partner's latest thing would stay all weekend, even when he wasn't there and had started to act like she owned the place. Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out. I'm blowing this all up. I want to use the shower while I'm having a knock on the door. Who are you? And you use my shampoo. <laughs> She's done blowing up dad's spot. I've always gotten well with my partner's daughter, but I'm under no illusion. She has only told me because she wants this other woman out. When I confronted my partner, he wasn't apologetic at all. He simply said that these women didn't mean anything but a little fun, and I need to be realistic. He even had the audacity to suggest that as we didn't live together, we weren't fully committed. Golly. After 12 years of thinking I could trust him, I feel absolutely gutted. He seems to think that I should forgive and forget and just let him come back. If only if it was that simple. I've told him that I will never take him back. But he keeps appearing at my door and just doesn't listen when I tell him. Well, um, you don't want him. Just get restrained in order. <laughs> I think I've said this earlier on the pod. Um, but yeah, end it. End it. And my man's been smashing multiple different women and he's like, your fault. Your fault. Not my fault. Your fault. So, yeah. Just leave. Just leave because if this is what's managed to surface, think about all the other murky shit under the water. Hey? Just think about all that murky shit. You don't want that to come. You don't want that murky. Leave, leave murky shit at the bottom of the sea 
in the bottom of the sea. Like Titanic. Um, usually I end on dear dear. You've got to just remember watching something on the news that there's a submarine that's gone missing. It's a tourist submarine. To, and you know where it's gone missing in the sea? By the Titanic wreckage. How ominous. Hey, how ominous. You go to the site of a sailing ship and you're in a submarine. Jeez. It's not great. Anyway, I think that's in the pod. End the pod, end the pod, end the pod. Brumtown people are going to be in Birmingham on Wednesday. Walthamstow people are going to be in Wolfstone on Thursday. It's not quite the same. <laughs> uh, that's me this week. Um, Wolverstow is just a gig gig you know go have 20 minutes to be funny uh, Brumtown though work in progress show ahead of the one at the Pleasance next week ooh alright that's going to be fun I'm going away next week with the family our first little trip away it's going to be wonderful if my son can take the car journey anyway it's time for me to get indoors my eyes itching and i want to go to sleep i love you guys i love you Uh, i'll catch you later peace